we've all had storms that we've had to weather in order to appreciate the sunny days even more so. Join us on this meteorologist's journey of growth, persistence, and potency. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carangela, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I'm excited for our guest today, Matt Meister. He's a chief meteorologist with Fox 21 News. He has a long history of forecasting weather in Colorado Springs and Southern Colorado. His awards and accolades are like pages long, folks. So um, <laughs> they're so lengthy. I had to like roll out a scroll. And so uh, after I picked it all up, I was like, okay, you guys just go check this guy out. He is extraordinary. <laughs> and he has this, uh, and if you guys not watched his, his shows, oh my gosh, you were just hysterical. So uh, Matt, welcome to the show. <laughs> Gary, thank you so much uh, for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, one of the things about working in TV is, is they make us talk about ourselves in that way when someone goes to find our bio. So thank you for not reading all of it. Uh, I appreciate that. But yeah, I've been, do been doing it for a long time. So, you know, you pick up a few things along the way, of course. Yeah. So tell us a little about your journey to get to where you're at today. Sure. Yeah. I, I've most of my meteorology career, my education and my, you know, post postgraduate uh, work life has been along the front range of Colorado. Grew up in Arizona, actually. Came to Colorado to play baseball in college. Fell in love with my wife in the state. And like many people, never left. Colorado yes. is a, a place where a lot of people end up. It's such a great place to live. I went to school for meteorology at Metropolitan State College of Denver, which is now Metro State University up in Denver. Started, did my junior college in the northwestern corner of the state at Colorado Northwestern, which is about an hour north of Grand Junction in a little town called Rangeley that very few people have ever heard of. But I worked at the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder. Uh, then when I got into television, I started doing weekends at the CBS affiliate in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, in late 2001, I started at KRDO, which is the ABC affiliate in Colorado Springs, as their weekend evening meteorologist. About three years later, became their Monday through Friday evening meteorologist. Shortly after that, their chief meteorologist. As my kids were getting older, I uh, found out that the night shift just wasn't working for my family and who I wanted to be as a dad and a husband. And so I uh, stepped away from TV for about three and a half years and uh, worked at a school district on the east side of Colorado Springs as their director of communications. And then um, Fox 21 made me an offer. I couldn't refuse to do the morning shift, which means I'm short on sleep, but uh, long on family time, which is great. And I've been here for about three and a half, a little more than three and a half years. So oh, that's fantastic. So let me ask you this, because I love bringing on guests and like, what has been your biggest challenge block or barrier that you've had to overcome? Well, I think it's been, you know, 
depending where I am on my journey in life, for me, it's been different things. Frankly, you know, you're always growing, changing, learning about mm-hmm. yourself. For me, my my relationship with my heavenly father is always, you know, deepening. Um, hopefully, I mean, I've, you know, had a few times along the way where I've maybe pulled back a little bit. But for, I guess I would start, man, for me, if I go back to the early part of my career was... I really had a hard time, Terry, kind of leaving work at work, if that makes sense. Um, And part of it is because what I do for a career is also a deep love and passion of mine. Mm -hmm. So meteorology and weather and and how fascinating weather is, it's a hobby too. And so I really struggled with, especially being young in career and wanting to prove myself as I got moved to the chief meteorologist as a young man and social media was kind of blowing up then, you know, I felt like people were coming to me and choosing me and my weather team. And so I felt like I had to be there 24 hours a day. If someone at two in the morning wanted to know, Hey, can I go hiking Saturday afternoon? I felt like I had to answer that. And it was a real struggle. And, um, I think that's a struggle for a lot of people, especially whether you're going into a career path or you're going into entrepreneurship. I think Mm -hmm. that that, I mean, I'm the same way. My husband and I've had multiple conversations because I have all these, like I call these passion projects and I have, I always have projects. Like I haven't not been without projects, but he considers that kind of like your hobby. Mm -hmm. That's still work, right? Right. Like that's still work. And so he's like, you never shut your brain off. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. but it's so juicy. Like, do you see all this? And like, and I feel like, and I I always joked that I would, um, I would, I would put my daughter to bed. I put my husband to bed. And then I would get out of the bed and I'd go run to my office and I, and yep. I'd stay up till two in the morning and I'd be like, ah. mm-hmm. and but yeah. what I feel like that was like, you know, some people would disagree with me, but I was like, this is like kind of like self-care. This is like my me time. This is like, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just like, I mean, it's just, it makes me come alive. But in, yeah. in, in other people's eyes, that is often seen as a workaholic, you know? Right. And, so- yes. <laughs> and I think it's a, I think that's a, it's something that high performing, passionate people struggle with. Right, yes. because it is life-giving. Even though, in the example you just gave, you're making a choice to not have sleep necessarily, yeah. but you are getting this internal kind of yes. fuel from that. And I don't do much, that every. I don't do that every night, and I will tell my family it's a passion project night. And I know I do it for like you know like maybe once a month happens, or maybe once every two months now. But I've had I've had to set boundaries with myself, you know. But right. you're right; it is this like this delicate balance of like this is life-giving. You know, this is yeah, you know sure. it's beautiful. And I'm a driven person. I mean, I've always, you know, if I go back to my youth, I was, I was a three sport athlete in high school and was, I was the pitcher, the point guard and the quarterback. So I was always kind of that. Wow. The trifecta effect here. Right. Or like that person (laughs) that, you know, wasn't afraid of, of the spotlight, I guess, if you will. And so given that I ended up in a career where it kind of had that same thing, there were things that pulled at me sometimes at the expense of, of maybe healthier choices, if that makes sense. And so that was something that took a, a maturation process, took my wife at times coming alongside and saying, hey, this is too much. You know, yeah. you've worked 65 hours a week already. It's the weekend. Let it go. Yeah. And it did take, but I was proving myself. I was young in career and, you know, showing that I knew what I was yeah. doing, all of that. And so it, it was a, a super challenge that at times I didn't do well with. So Yeah. And I think me, that, that is a process. I think that anyone... I was I'm very similar. I can, I can, I can fully understand and relate to that journey for you because in the beginning, it's like, you're, you got to prove yourself and show that you 
you know, have value and that, you know, what you're yeah. doing. And then, you know, and, and oftentimes that, you know, sacrifices our family time or our mm-hmm. home time. And, and then at some point we, we, we start to learn more about ourselves as we age and as we, you know, get more wise and, about, you know, those boundaries and stuff. So what was one of those things for you that really, I guess, maybe helped you really set that, not well, yeah, a boundary with like, okay, work is work, home is home. Right. Well, like I said, some of it was another voice that, that I've chosen to walk alongside uh, yeah. this journey of life with. But man, some of it was I got into a really bad sort of personal downward spiral. I think knowing that I wasn't making the right choices and then kind of, I, 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 for me, I turned to alcohol for it, like in the yeah. middle of the night and really got to a, a bad place. You know, we yeah. would, I ha, doing evening news is weird because at the end of your day, you know, when you're doing the 10 o'clock newscast is one of your up times of the day. And then you're supposed yes. to be instantly done. And I could yeah. never, because of that, go home and go to bed. And so everybody else in the house was sleeping. And so it was easy to stay yeah. up with myself and do whatever. And, and, you know, it did turn to some substances and that was a, you know, eventually you do hit, hit a low point and hit a bottom. And for me, I did hit that. And, and that helps really give you perspective of what really matters here. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to really look at myself and say, is this, man, am I making a good example for my kids? And am I being yeah. the husband that I want to be? And so that for me, it, it took something like yeah. that. Unfortunately, it wasn't yeah. a, a, a moment of, of clarity necessarily in a way that you like a healthy one per se. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're shown that, like, like you said, like there's so many people that have had to take the spiral. And, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes that that is like that contrast, right. That says, okay, this is okay. I'm here. And this is how I'm not setting the example that I need to be. And, and if, if kids, you know, don't push us to be our better selves, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. does, you know, because like, right. you know, this, it, but it shows us that contrast is like, this is not the way in which you know, is it alignment with who I am? And as you spoke earlier, is this in alignment with my spiritual, my, you know, right. religious beliefs? Is this in alignment with my family's values? Is this in alignment with, you know, and so when we get to that place and space and saying, you know what, this is not, this is not serving. And mm-hmm. um, what a, what a profound way for you to make that shift and, you know, choose on the healthier side. Yeah. I mean, we all, everybody has their stuff, as I like to say. Agreed. Right? And you never know what it is for people that you look mm. at that might be neighbors or somebody at your church, or in my case, someone that watches mm. me on TV and they might say, oh, yeah, guy's got it all together. We all have our stuff, yeah. right? Uh, and, and the challenges that you have, they, they change as you go through, through life, you know? My kids now are 16 and 13. And so my challenges as a parent are having this, still my boy who is 16, mm. but he's transitioning to this independent man. And it doesn't happen overnight, right? And so right. You, you're trying to give freedom in the right places and trying to let the rope out some, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to need to pull it back in because it's a process. Yeah. But, he's, but he knows he wants to be this independent man. And so he doesn't like mom and dad, you know, having these boundaries still with him. And so that, that's a challenge I have right now. <laughs> yeah. He just started driving earlier last month. And so um, <laughs> we're trying to figure that out together with that. Himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. So you have had such an incredible impact, I believe. Um, I we met at a at a gala, fundraising gala, yeah. a couple of months ago down in Colorado Springs, and I met some of your biggest fans. And I was like, oh my goodness! And they're like, we gotta go. And I just <laughs> tell you, it's it's powerful to see. Um, I love speaking on 
helping women entrepreneurs step into their power and really own it. And the, in, in my experience, you have to be seen and heard in order to have that impact. You have to step out in, in the you know, uncomfortable zone and, and get comfortable with it um, to have your message have a bigger impact. And, and I think if we have, you know, if we step into that power and we're having an impact on whether that's, you know, 50 people, 500 people or 500 million people, that is kind of our legacy. And we can help bring that to, you know, the bigger community. And you have done an incredible job of that, I believe. And how have you, you know, what has been, what has been one of those pieces of advice that you would share with the listeners of how you, you've started to, or how you started stepping into your power to really have a bigger impact? Well, I think it was realizing the blessings that I've been given. I mean, I'm, you know, I talk about weather for a living, right? Like I'm not, <laughs> you know, people always say, oh, I wish I could have a job where I was, I was wrong half the time and could still keep my job. <laughs> well, somebody has that job. Has a lucky to me, right? <laughs> um, and so it, it really is a blessing. Uh, and, and I celebrate that. But you know, I, the, since I've been in Colorado Springs, I mean, there have been some real tragedies here that have weather-related ties. I mean, in 2012 and 2013, we lost more than 700 houses in different parts of town to fires. And being on the air in those times and watching my friends uh, have to leave their neighborhoods and my family have to leave our neighborhood, and then people you know losing their homes and walking through a community really in those wounded times. I think for me, there was a genuineness to it just because of the things for me that were happening outside of work um, that came across to viewers. And, and it helped me realize, like, I, I am me on our newscast now. Like, you know, we all watched, we all grew up, especially those of us that are, that are a little bit older and, and TV was maybe a, a bigger part of American life than it is now. But we all watched these newscasters. And so I got into the career thinking it was supposed to be something. You know, sort of look and sound like something. And so it wasn't always necessarily me earlier in my career. It was just who I thought I was supposed to be on TV. And I've learned over the years that that doesn't work, or at least doesn't allow you to be as effective as you maybe want to be. So whatever, like it is me now, if you watch me on our morning show, and the people I work with are exactly the same way, it's us. Sometimes it's a mess. Sometimes <laughs> and it's hysterical. And, you know, we were just having this conversation earlier today and I said, you know, I think it's, it's all about authenticity. Yes. And <laughs> when we are standing and just being often, you know, our own self and being authentically us unapologetically yes. ourselves, it's powerful. And I, I was interviewing this other television personality and she said, you know, she was asking me like, what held me back? And I said, well, there's all these things, right? Like, I didn't want to do Facebook lives. I didn't want it because I was like, what if I make a mistake? And what if I, do? and now I've been doing it for four or five years now. And now I just, I, I like make mistakes and I laugh at myself and I'm like, that was yep. funny or 100%. that didn't come out the way it was meant to be. And, um, oops, I almost caught myself on fire one night. That was fun. I didn't, but thankfully, what a Facebook I mean, live that must have been. yeah, I was like, Oh dear. Like dang marshmallow. Right. And so uh, I was like, Oh, this will be clever. Let's do marshmallows. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, like the flame of a flame, um, broke out anyways. But I think that, and what you have done and you're so skillful at is just making light of the moment. And I think that mm -hmm. if the message, I mean, the message from that I take away from this conversation is be authentically you. Yeah. Own your quirks, own your mishaps, own, you know, being human, because that is what I believe 
allows humans to connect with other people. And and back in the day, you know, um, you know, you know, having, you know, television personalities be kind of rigid and scripted and it was effective for that time. But I feel like now we've learned so much more and we're like, okay, what, what gives life to conversations? What gives life to this interaction? And I think it's just being real. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's, and the funny thing is for me, the work is easier actually when I'm just being myself and I'm not being some persona that, or, you know, that I think I'm supposed to be, the job is easier, which is this, it was weird when I figured that out, you know? And so now, yeah, yeah, I just, I go, if something's funny, we laugh about it. Uh, Sometimes we make fun of our quirks on the air, like you said, Um, we're all comfortable enough with, with each other (laughs) and our relationships to do that. And I do think that authenticity really about what our newscast on Fox 21 in the mornings, that is what jumps out. People are always giving us feedback exactly like you just did that. I feel like I'm just hanging out with you guys. It's so real. And it is, man. Like it when the cameras are off during the commercial breaks, it's the exact same thing as what you're getting on the air. So it's just, it's fun to, you know, it's, if you're going to get up at two 30 in the morning, it might as well be fun. Right. And so that's kind oh, of, our yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Two 30 in the morning. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your brilliance and what you're doing, what you're creating and just the fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I absolutely love that you're inviting fun in. And if you guys have not seen him do the weather, I mean, I just watched uh, not too long ago when you like fall on the floor and I was like, that's so, f-. I mean, it's just, so, I mean, you didn't fall on the floor. I should say you threw yourself on the floor, right, um, right. but oh my goodness, like so, so funny. And yeah. I just, I love that you're bringing such realness and Thanks. fun back to TV. So Thanks. thank you so much. Um, it's an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you. Um, so anything, much. Else, anything else that you would like to leave the listeners with today? Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I, I say, I tell this to kids when I, when I go talk to, I do a lot of like elementary and junior high school type talks and I borrow this from weather a little bit, but I really, there, there's a lot of life truth to this. You know, you do have to go through storms to be able to enjoy the sunny days and life bring storms. Sometimes they're not of your controlling. Sometimes we create the storms that we bring into our lives. But if you use them well, and you can apologize when you make a mistake, you can learn from those mistakes and grow. You get more sunny days than not, and you're in a place to enjoy them. So that's what I share with people. It maybe is a little bit hokey being what I do for a living, but there's, <laughs> there really is I mean- a lot of truth to it. And and that's what I tell people. Don't be too hard on yourself, yeah. right? Like yeah. give yourself some grace. Apologize when you mess up because we yeah. all don't. So. Yeah. I think you might be a brother from another mother. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, thank you so much. Where do people find you um, and can come in and and share in your brilliance? Sure. Well, of course, you can watch me on uh, Fox 21 uh, News in Colorado Springs, uh, fox21news.com. We're on from five to nine, Monday through Friday mornings. On all the social media channels, I'm the Weathermeister, which is the WX Meister. And uh, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, I'm on all of those places. So I do turn it off a little bit on the weekends, but, you know, I like interacting on there and answering weather questions and stuff when I have time. So I would love to see you all there. Awesome. And thank you so much. Thank you. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. 
As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. I think we can all relate to Matt and the struggle as entrepreneurs in finding and maintaining balance in our lives. Our next guest has created an incredible impact in our world when it comes to female entrepreneurship. Founding a multi-million dollar company that has 500,000 women connected across the globe. Join us for this dynamic being.